Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant walls automotive group walls.com and doug sprinthal Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking, so when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle, It is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. a little early to be playing this, isn't it? Shouldn't this be tomorrow? Yeah, you know. <laughs> be here tomorrow. Celebrating. We will not be here tomorrow. It's absolutely true. Like, you weren't here in time to do the... I was, yeah, no, was no. Here. I was here. And then I had to Lord run get my... Then I had to run get my lunch and then check on our next hour's guests. And they're here. Oh, here we go. Check so, on me like here Google Here we go. <laughs> no, our next hour. <laughs> ah, the next one. Yeah. He's running the show now. No, I'm not <laughs> running the show. <laughs> just, take, it, take it over. I'm trying to help. You know how he is. Uh, <laughs> you know I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I like that. That works for me. Who's drinking right into the... That was me. That, you, oh, God, of course it was. Yeah, between... Uh, you're, you're like the no, no. version of L.A. Nick. No, I was going yep. to say... <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what a live commercial spot is. I know what it means to shut up in a live uh, commercial spot. Well, that's true. That is true. And not move. So... Yeah, and here I was. I was, I was. I was. I was playing that song to get you ready for tomorrow, but I was also going to play your uh, your buddy Tom's favorite line from Blazing Saddles. I opted not to. Oh, Tom Gorman? Yeah. 
Which is, I'll it's take. I, I told, <laughs> what is? Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to play it. Uh, I. Uh, that's a lot of editing. Do you have the? Do you have the edited version? No, no. I got to find one. I can scrap one together soon, though. <laughs> Uh, have they ever released that movie in edited form? I don't think so. It seems kind of pointless. <laughs> oh, it would. I don't think so. It would kill the movie. No, it, it has. Mm, probably I, would. I have, I've seen it on regular TV. Oh, uh, so it must be terrible. Oh, it was god awful. Well, it's like when you would watch The Sopranos on E and E when it's edited. Or Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like yeah. half the movie's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like casino. My mom and I counted the swears in casino. It was like something like five. We stopped yeah. counting. Like five hundred yep. fox. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's got the most. So many. It does indeed. But I do like it when Tony Soprano turns to somebody and goes, "I'm warning you, you mother humper." <laughs> yeah, oh, really, mother humper. Really, is that, that's pretty frightening. Humper. That's what he says on the like, oh, God. Yeah, that's that's what it that's what he said. Yeah, well, and I no, can't even remember can't even remember how they edited out the uh, blazing saddles, but the N word wasn't even changed to Negro. It was changed to something else, which was like at oh. least you couldn't have gone to Negro. Yeah, I feel like changing yeah, it to something else makes good. it a whole other new form of racism. <laughs> right, <laughs> you run into dangerous like. territory. Uh oh. You know, just me. Yes, I got to, to be honest with you. I'm really worn out on my current form of racism, so I'd like to develop a new form of racism yeah. for you know for JB and Murray in his and honor. A lot of different Te- Tevin Pittman. You know, I just if I'm going to be racist toward them, I'd like a new form of racism. It'd be much better. Pers- oh, yeah. Personalize it. Make it special. Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> we just personalized the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I, it, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. The best man in my wedding is about as Irish as they get. I mean, this guy's Irish as Irish. As I said, he's so Irish, his skin looks like a glazed donut in the uh, wintertime. <laughs> I was going to say, like, lizard skin before it's fully formed. It's just, like, transparent. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much it. That's exactly right. So we're sitting there watching it. Uh, uh, watching uh, Blazing Saddles in the theaters when it first came out. We're sitting there watching it, Tom Gorman and I are, and he says, we'll take the big N's and the big C's, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> in the dark, I could see how red his face got. It was phenomenal. He was so mad that they said that. And then he just got up and left. Did he? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. That made him so sensitive. The walkout. Oh, oh, God, yes. God. Uh, Give me a break. That movie's amazing. <laughs> That's my dad's favorite movie. He still, Actually, he still laughs at movie. it. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, my favorite line in the movie, to tell you the truth, <laughs> is when Slim Pickett says, Well, that was lucky. Damn near lost a $400 handcart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't care about the two black guys in the quicksand. <laughs> Doesn't care about them at all. I was like, Oh my God. Andy, you've seen the movie. Yep. What do you think of that movie? I uh, think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's, it's fine. fine. There's some good parts in there, but a, I don't know. A lot of it is, um, I think you had to be there. Because people have been talking about it for the past 30, well, 40 years. Well, that's true. That is true. And it's like, oh, yeah, that line that I've already heard a hundred times by yeah, different people. It's true. You're Unfortunately, right. that's the case. It's like if I ever see Jaws, it's just going to be like, you know, it's going to feel like I'm watching 
a clip show of all the various clips of Jaws I've seen parodied over the years. <laughs> yes, it's true. The timing well, by the way, is important. Just, just May Peluso, our special guest, and I was looking at your promo picture on the uh, House of Comedy website. You don't look so happy. Why do you look so happy on there? <laughs> Are you telling me not to look happy? <laughs> yeah, don't look so happy. You just look really happy. <laughs> I'm a happy, no, a happy person. My mom used to call me her California baby. That was her nickname for me, and she always called my sister her Aww. mistake. So I guess I, I was more important. Well, that's... It's not sad. very nice of your mother, now. You know, it? at least she admits to it. <laughs> at least she knows when she's made a mistake. I asked my mother. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you know, I'm one of nine. <clears throat> Holy hell! And I asked my mother. I said, "Okay, Holy who were hell. who was not planned for? All seven of you, I'd say." And she said, "Oh, the last two. Just the last two. Just the last two. I went. Okay, your, your Christmases. I'm not, I'm not buying it because <laughs> I would have been the baby at that point. So it's like she just said that to make me feel good. Yeah, it's so. a smart mom move. <laughs> your Christmases must be so fun. Oh, they were. They were a reign of terror. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you know he's not a Muslim? <laughs> well, you know, the the equivalent of Christmas for them. Uh. No. And everybody else. I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, Christmas, else. everyone should just celebrate it. That's what I think. That's true. No, I agree. That's my I, agenda. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I have no problem with that agenda because I agree with it 100%. I, everyone should have their own form of Christmas. Right. I We found out, as a matter of fact, because it's St. Patty's Day tomorrow, that the four biggest drinking days of the year, number one is uh, New Year's Eve, Number two is the 4th of July. St. Patrick's Day is number four. You know it's number three? The day before Thanksgiving? The day you find out you're pregnant? (laughs) Well, that was you. That's a holiday. Uh, Christmas Eve? That's a holiday. You're close. Christmas Day? Thanksgiving. Christmas Day. Day. (laughs) Yep. Who the hell gets hammered on Christmas Day? <laughs> people who don't people. have families, there's a lot of people out there. I used to attend bar, and those suckers would roll yeah. up, belly up to the bar as soon as really? we opened and leave when, when we closed. Oh, yeah. Really? Or, or people in preparation for their families. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, you need that yeah, liquid that liquid uh, courage. courage and veil to deal with your family. <laughs> Some people. Is that depressing as hell to be a bartender on Christmas Day? It's got to be just <laughs> yeah. painful. Oh, yeah, it is. You're like, I I, got oh. it. I really should have gone to college. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, oh, I did go to college. This is so I can pay off college. <laughs> my One of my favorite stories about my brother, who was a bartender for most of his life. I already told the story on the, on the morning show, but I got two stories. You will love this because uh, you tended bar yourself. Uh St. Paddy's Day. Goes into the men's room. He's at the urinal. Guy next to him is just hammered. He goes, hey, you having fun? Guy goes, that's unbelievable. It's the greatest. Oh, man, I'm so happy to be be out. And my brother goes, what do you mean? He goes, oh, they just let me out of jail. (laughs) He goes, what? He said, yeah, I just got out of jail. He said, what were you in jail for? He goes, DUI. (laughs) Public intoxication. So that's... That's the, he had a DUI, and they just let him out. So the judge let him out on St. Patrick's Day. That's what a hilarious. Good idea. That's a movie line. That's like a movie idea right there. That's how it you is. start a movie. This is my favorite, and you kind of, in a way, might have, you know. Uh, 
My brother went to work at a new bar where he was the bouncer and the bartender. <laughs> when he his shift, he was the bouncer and the bartender. So I said, "How's your first day of work go yesterday?" He goes, "It was interesting." I said, "Why? What happened?" He goes, "My first night on a job." And by the way, I need to say up front, they were both fully dressed out in who they were. I mean, they were dressed to the nines. <laughs> I had to break up a fist fight between a cowboy and an Indian. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, so good. Uh, he said, honest to God, they would. one guy was dressed as a cowboy, the other was dressed as an Indian. That's beautiful. He said, it's unbelievable. Oh. Uh, a little stressful, though, breaking it up, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, has anybody ever asked you this? Because I actually heard this. I'm sitting in a bar one time, uh, probably 10, 15 years ago, and the and the bartender's being the nicest guy in the world, just, you know, whatever, and this guy who was next to me was probably 70, probably 70 years old, and he looks at the bartender and he goes, hey, I want to ask you a question. I want a free drink. And the guy said, well, I can't, I can't give you a free drink. He goes, well, I, but I want a free drink. The bartender said, well, I'm sorry, sir, but I, it's not my bar. I can't just hand out free liquor to you. The guy said, okay, here's what we'll do. And the bartender, by the way, was about 25 years old. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll go outside and I'll race you for it. He's <laughs> like, what? He goes, we'll do like a 100-yard dash, and if I beat you, you got to give me a speech. <laughs> the bartender just went away. He didn't even respond. He just went to the other end of the bar. <laughs> Oh my God, that's extreme measure. I mean, I feel like you could have done a magic trick or something a little bit more localized. Yeah, if you're than drunk a and sprint, yeah. If you're drunk and seventy, you're probably not going to beat a twenty-five-year-old guy in a sprint. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I don't think you have much of a shot. That's I don't know, I'm man. That, that one might have hit home for the twenty-five-year-old. He might have got injured and can't run. Yeah. The old guy was picking well, up. Well. <laughs> That's a good observation. I never thought of it, though, but you're probably right that he, he he may have been injured and just had no chance. He had no prayer. No well, chance. you want to see some How characters, sad. especially on St. Paddy's Day. I don't know if they still do it, but there's an Irish pub in St. Paul, oh, of man. course. And uh, they would hand out, they open up at 8 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day, and they, all the taps are free. It's free booze until somebody cracks a seal on the toilet. So people would show up in Depends and, like... You know, oh, just oh for free booze. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. How Depends. sad can you be? <laughs> like, oh, it's not worth it. That's extreme. <laughs> for that's free extreme. beer. I'm like, nope. No, it's unbelievable. And they serve the cheap stuff yeah. on St. Patty's. Yeah. yeah, they're not serving the fancies. They're not even no. serving, <laughs> like, Jameson's. No, like, no. Probably well whiskey yeah. for that situation. Uh, that's that's so really me, how, long, how long were you a bartender? About seven years in New York City. Yeah. Seven years, in, mm -hmm. and where in New York City? Uh, four or five different places in Soho, and also down in Tribeca is where I spent a majority of my bartending career. Uh, the nice places. Yeah, <laughs> I got <laughs> lucky. Nice, yeah, no, they are nice. Those are like the most expensive neighborhoods. So wow. she didn't. Ex right, absolutely. She didn't experience. A place like Moby Dick's or something that like that. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would love to work in a place called no. Moby Dick's. So you weren't up there in Harlem or the South Bronx or no, no, East no. New York? I was in the safe hood. No, I was living in Bed-Stuy. I, I figured, you know, I might as well balance out my danger. <laughs> Let's keep it near my apartment and work can be safe. Yeah, there you go. No, Moby, no, Moby like Dick's was a bar in downtown Minneapolis notorious for just trouble happening. And a friend of mine told mm, yes. me once that 
they busted a guy who tried to distract the uh, bartender so he could reach over and grab a bottle. Mm-hmm. And they caught him. <laughs> and they handcuffed his hands behind his back and his legs. Ooh. And <laughs> made him sit there with the bottle in front of him for like two hours <laughs> with the cops. And the cops carried him out <laughs> via the handcuffs. Oh, like a pig? Yeah. And the guy's just screaming oh, as his arms are, you know, basically ripping out of his sockets, of course, at that point. Wow. Like, ah! <laughs> well, it's but you like, know what? If you went to Moby Dick's, you had to know that that was going to, well, again, I knew that head bouncer there. Yeah. And I'm talking to him one time in Moby Dick's. I'm talking to the head bouncer and this guy starts causing trouble. And my friend went over to him and said, <laughs> sir, you're going to have to calm down. <laughs> Uh, because if you don't calm down, you're going to have to leave. And uh, if you leave, you go out the front door, you can go home. You go out the back door, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> so so there is that. It was that kind of place. It was fun, though. That's me. You would have loved it. It was fun. It sounds fun. I had fun bartending. It was actually... Did you? Yeah, a lot of a lot of characters, man. A lot of crazy, crazy dudes. This one dude would come in all the time, well. and he had like three different names, uh, last names. <laughs> and we never knew what his real last name was, and we knew he had a lot of money because he owned the building across the street from us. And to own any building in Tribeca, you need like buku oh, money, God. like in the millions. Oh, yeah. So he, he oh, used yeah. to pay my rent. That one dude would come in and pay my rent each month, and I would just... I would just turn my head when he started talking about something that sounded illegal and I didn't need to hear it. I would just walk together into the bars. <laughs> like, yep, going down here. Need my rent paid. Right. We will take a break. Be right back. More with Jessamay Peluso. Right up to this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always great to be with you, Tommy. Michael, we've talked before about the XCheck app at North American Banking Company, where you can send money to your friends and family directly from your account to theirs for free. I imagine people are using that a lot these days, huh? Beyond paying a friend back for the dinner you split or paying fantasy football or golf side action, we've heard from our customers that they're using XCheck to send money to their grown-up kids for a family takeout meal or using it to pay the person that plows their driveway in the winter. Our customers love the flexibility of paying right from their account in just a couple of taps on their phone wherever they are located. I use XCheck, and it's just as easy as Michael says. Send money in one business day or less, and it's completely free. Get XCheck by contacting any of North American Banking Company's five Twin Cities locations. So why not bank with my banker? That's you, Mike. Tommy, thanks for the privilege. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. 
<laughs> it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Saturday. A regular crowd shuffles in. There's an old man sitting next to me. This is Jessamay Peluso singing at her piano. <laughs> Serving booze to people in Tribeca. Oh, it all worked out in the end. She's got a, a wonderful life. She's got on a sweatshirt they're going to try to steal from her. Yeah, because you like her, don't you? Yes, I love her. Oh, she's, she was, honestly, Ooh. I think she's one of the most beautiful women ever. Sade. Sade. You, you should have guessed that, Tom. Is that, like, your uh, favorite? Who yes, is it, it is. Who is, the, who is the great comedian that said, Sade by ass, her name is Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that from several people before. But it was a comedian. I think great. that was Miss Pat. Was it Miss Pat like that did it? Yeah. Sounds like something Miss Pat. Sounds like, sounds like something one of those girls would have said. <laughs> I mean, her Hagen. real name is her Hagen. real name is Helen. So you wish that's true. No Helen's no, got lips in a profile like that. Is it really Helen? <laughs> Helen Adu. Helen Badu. 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 I thought you said Badu. I'm like, now you're just being like R and B racist. <laughs> 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 That's really nice. Uh, well, Helen, Sade, what the hell's the difference? It's the same. God, I've got this guy. She, what a great singer. There's this guy who continues to hit me up on social media who wants to give me money. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. always wants to give me money. He's like, please let me be your slave. I'm going to give you money, whatever oh, you need. God. And I don't respond. Oh. And like a couple of times, I'm like laughing because I think it's so ridiculous. This guy keeps hitting me up and he's like, I'm going to send you an Amazon card. And I just went, okay. <laughs> and so he goes, please, my mistress, let me, or please, my queen, let me be your mistress. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> And so, this, yeah, this guy's been talking about being my slave. He gave me $15. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of well. vibe am I putting out that the cost to be my slave is less than the cost of a ticket to see me perform <laughs> at House of Comedy? That's phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, $15. Like, I got to change my game. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, fifty. So he sent you an Amazon card. Now, where did he send it? First of all, you didn't give him your address. No, right? no, I don't even know how he sent it. And he just he just sent me another message. He goes, "Do you want more cash or Amazon cards? I will honestly do anything you tell me to. I want to be your slave for fifteen dollars. <laughs> do I want more cash? Where? Oh yeah, a lot more. <laughs> where does this guy live? I don't know, and I don't want to know any details. I don't want to know any details, but I'm so intrigued that he keeps hitting me up. I mean, that's some budget, budget price right there. <laughs> it you, is. That's you, like the dollar store. Right? Yeah, it's like the dollar store of, you know, sex slavery. By the way, to be my sex slave, <laughs> it costs $32. <laughs> Please, you yes. know, have some respect. You may want to know where out. You may want to know where he lives, just in case if you work... A club in that city. That's a good idea. That he doesn't just surprise you. You're right. Oh, what a that. that, See, with uh, Amazon cards. (laughs) Yeah, in your green room. (laughs) Or he just shows up in S and M gear and a whip, and his ass is hanging out, and he's like, "All right, this is the fifteen dollar package, right?" (laughs) (laughs) This is what I get. Imagine that you. The guy huffing and puffing on the evening news going, I gave that bitch $15. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's, you better something? be careful. Oh, my God. You better be careful. I know. That's why I'm like limited responses to this guy. <laughs> and OK got me a $15 Amazon card. Oh, <laughs> and I just God. was like, is he really going to send me something? The biggest question is, have you used that card? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't even know how to use like... 
half of Amazon. I it, I always send it to my mom's house on accident. I don't even know how to like set up the, the <laughs> delivery. There's so many buttons to click. It's like it seems so simplified, but I always end up with like things from China that I didn't intend on getting. <laughs> Someone sent me a pink dildo uh, as a yeah. gift. I still don't know who that was. Oh, Thank you. Maybe it was maybe it was this dude. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybe tri- that was my $15 gift card and he just bought me a uh, it could be worse. It could give you a Toys R, R- or Toys R Us gift card. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're going I feel under. like I'd find a better dildo there than one in China. <laughs> I was thinking, I think I, somebody once called me a pink dildo, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's your spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, my spirit animal. Yeah, there's Wally Walker. So Toys R Us is like totally dead, huh? Is Toys R Us really going under? Yes. I, I read that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're closing. Yeah. That's yep. so sad. It's closing on, let's see here. Well, this says March 16th, but that doesn't oh, sound right. Today. That doesn't oh. sound right. Uh, that's today. So you better get over there. <laughs> because they, they, they tried to restructure, and that didn't even work. Damn. Because the holiday sales were so bad. Now, how are, how are oh. holiday sales for Toys R Us bad? Am- Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. It's all is Amazon or Walmart. Walmart. It, it's. I wouldn't even say it's all Walmart. I would say Amazon is even destroying some of Walmart's. Well, when Am- but when Amazon did the whole two-hour delivery system and all that, like now Walmart does it. Now Sam's Club does it. I mean, Amazon is the the destroyer, but everybody's on board now. So yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. buying up everything. Like they bought Amazon bought Whole Foods. Yeah. I don't think people realize how big of a move that is. Just for like the small grocer. Yeah. Well, the the next move for Amazon. I don't know if you guys have heard it. <laughs> You laugh, but they have already stated they're going in the insurance business. No. Yeah. Yeah, Insur- yeah they are. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're going, going into the health insurance, insurance That seems like business. a real conflict of interest. <laughs> it really does. It just, how many, I feel like you should only be able to stay in a couple lanes when it comes to like Monopoly and being a big company and being able to take over other companies like that. It seems a little uh, too close. Well, they yeah. claim that they want to drive down insurance costs. So they're getting yeah, in. Uh-huh. So people can buy more pink, pink dildos off of Amazon.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm Google down for has that. Bought, like, Google's bought like 300 different companies or something like that. Just an insane amount of little companies that no one's ever heard of. They buy them, they try them out for a bit, and then if they don't work, they just dump them. But yeah, no one's ever stopped Google from buying billions and billions of dollars worth of companies. Yeah. So. That's... There, there's this guy... And he does um, radio, but it's all financial stuff. It's called Mr. Money Talk. And and he um, all he talks about is Fang, which is Facebook, Apple. Um, Netflix? Netflix, Google. Those wow, are the companies. That's right. Those are the companies to get into. Yeah. And Amazon is F-A-A-N-G. That, I mean, those are like the biggest ones now. They're changing the way television's being consumed. And- yeah, right. Netflix originals. Oh, no Netflix originals. We got so, so much fun stuff. God, those are so bad on gener- on uh, average. What? what? Netflix originals. They're just oh, yeah, they're terrible. so, so very bad. I think they let the characters do a lot of the directing. <laughs> you got to find a good yeah. yeah, I think so. A couple of them wrote Well, yeah, funny. a lot of it's like, you know, yeah, my friend and I have this idea, and they're like, I don't even need to hear it. Here's your uh, here's your time slot. Or, well, not even time slot. They just kind of stay. Well, Doug- just kind of say, send us, the, uh, send us the, uh, the movie file, and we'll put it on Netflix. Well, Doug got me hooked on one called Everything Sucks. 
Yeah, that's, that's everything supposed sucks. to be really good. That's a new one, yeah. Is it, is it Every- apocalyptic, like, end of the world, but funny kind of thing? No, it's not. It's a high school Oh, I'm thinking setting. something different. Yeah, it's called Everything Sucks. It's like the Grassy High, but it's on Netflix. Okay. That's and, a 90s high school. Yeah. I don't know if it's a parody of 90s high school dramas or right. it just is a 90s high school drama. It's hard to say. They were kind of parodies of themselves when they came out. Yeah, I just thought of something. This could. This is really bad. Like iHeart, the the radio company mm-hmm. that owns uh, a bunch of stuff in town or whatever. They were twenty twenty billion dollars in debt, and they just filed Whoa. bankruptcy a couple of days ago. Whoa! How bad a news is it that everybody's buying up everything, and they offered that company for half of their debt, ten billion, and nobody bought it. Oh. So these guys are buying every business in the world except for that for half price. <laughs> that's not good news. No. Well, that's a statement about radio, though, isn't it? It is. It really is. It is indeed. Well, AM radio, is, uh, you know, they got they got their, their, their struggle. I don't know. Uh, my personal belief is radio got itself in a lot of trouble when it allowed... Comedians uh, on it. <laughs> yeah, it allowed comedians on the air. It was a total disaster. Now, when they allowed to start weighting different demographics, that was a huge mistake because nobody knows who really listens to the radio anymore. It's a, they're all weighted demos. How does that work? Nobody like, has how, any what, idea. how does a weighted demo work? Like, is that a way of them marketing, marketing-wise? Well, they will give listeners who don't exist to, like, say, under twenty-five years old. I think now it's gotten up up as high as thirty because. How many people under 30 listen to the radio? I would I would say probably like 10% of those people listen to radio, and that's the yeah, high. Yeah, 10%. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, in, in the radio business, your market will still show that there uh, are a good share of people under 30 listening to the radio, but everybody knows it's not true. Uh, they, they minority weight, so they'll say that, that blacks, Hispanics, Asians are listening to your radio station, even if they don't. Uh, you know, just so they show up on the surveys. Right, right, right. And is that like it's a insane. bait for um, advertisers? Is that like a... Yes, right. yes, exactly. Yeah, pretty much all of radio is advertisers and radio stations lying to one another. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it sounds like politics, I don't know too. why they can't just be honest. Well, yeah, it's... I, I, don't, I don't know. I've still yet to hear an Afro Sheen commercial lately, so, you know. Yeah. Sounds like politics. <laughs> you need one of those. <laughs> I did the Afro Sheen commercial <laughs> all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> you Absolutely. did not. I know. Make it, it was nice unbelievable, and healthy and man. glistening. That's important. Give it some moisture. Uh, yeah, give it some moisture. <laughs> Moisture's That's all important. you need. That, yeah. Uh, Little squirt. Well, from what I understand, the moisture is important, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Now, I think a lot of businesses do that now. They They make up their demographics. You know, they just do. I, I I don't know why they're allowed to do that or why they think it's a good idea to do that. Uh, you know, television's having a hell of a problem because you want to talk about a, a medium that nobody under 40 watches. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, even well, maybe Andy even under 50. Son, maybe even under 50. Yeah. You might be right about that. Because Andy, my son sitting here with me, is 31 years old. He does not even own a television. Nope. There's no point. So what? Yeah, I mean, however, I do game a lot. So yeah, I was about to say, like whoa, whoa, four, whoa, whoa, I have four TVs. Don't let me. I'm, not, I'm just saying there's real no point <laughs> yeah. to own a TV. You can do everything <laughs> off of the TV. You can, but, but right. you still got to watch all your streaming stuff. Yeah, you know. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch everything I watch on, that my phone. on my uh, I've got a laptop. 
I okay. watched that. I put that off to the side on my desk, and then so I got my main computer, and then the uh, so you have your hands free to, to do what you need to do in your <laughs> see. <laughs> see, Andy, a lot of uh, a lot of us like to watch uh, shows with people, you know, friends, family. Yeah, and to watch um, it like with a friend laptop, with a laptop you know? is awkward. You're like, yo, bro, Andy, you want to watch? <laughs> you want to watch Family Guy snuggled together on the laptop? <laughs> I still have a TV, There's but not, I got rid well, of cable. You did get rid of cable. Yeah, because it, there's no more fun. The channels, it's like there's a thousand soccer channels, which I never understand. So many I soccer agree. channels. <laughs> like, come I on. I agree with you. How many times can you listen to, way, 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 way? Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just got rid of that. That is very true. <laughs> that is very, very well, they true. Get, they got to go, go with the Andy plan. <laughs> Start selling cable a la carte. So yes. you just pick yeah, your, exactly. your 10 channels or yep. whatever and yeah. just be done with the rest of that crap. Yep. And then talk about demographic. Then networks can look at the types of people who are buying those packages right. and what shows and networks they're buying. And then they can really get back into it yep. and not doing this BS weighted thing that Tom's talking about yeah. with the radio yeah. stations. Well, the, you know, yeah, they do it for television, too. Yeah, I'm they sure. Absolutely do it for I mean, you look too. at television now. Amazing. Every commercial is biracial. It yep. is. They're making sure they check all the boxes yep. in one commercial. It's, a, it's, it's almost like you're still racist. It's like, it's a, yeah, that is racist thinking. Right. It's yeah. Like, you it know, is. You know, of course it is. Let's get a mixed race couple and some kids who kind of look mixed race, maybe throw them in there. Yeah, we don't know if they're mixed or Pan-Asian. Just toss right. them in. Make them say one awkward word. Right. And it's all it's good. true. That's what I want to do. I want to have a quiz with all you guys right now, and let's see if you can answer this properly. I love quizzes. Name or okay, name a television show that's not hosted by Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to you. Good luck to you is all I got to say. Uh, you know, I watch a, I watch a lot of everything. Yes, he is. I watch a lot of children's TV though, so you know, PJ Masks. That's gonna be mine. I got another quiz for everybody. <laughs> Name, okay, everybody ready? Okay. Name a time Steve Harvey hasn't used his face as a punchline. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone That's says something, true. he stops, drops his cards, and looks up to the left and walks away from the person. Yeah. He does. He just does the, like, oh, I can't deal with He's this like, face. He's like, Lord, why would you yeah, say exactly. that? Because, you know, he even shows everyone up. Loves it. He even shows up on religious TV. Yes, he does. He does. He yeah. Oh, yeah, he's super vibe. Christian, apparently. He's very religious, yeah, indeed. Matter of fact, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. We'll talk more about how religious Steve Harvey is. <laughs> <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. 
because life is expensive enough. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit saberheating.com. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Yeah, baby. It is sad that that's the only song of hers that people relate to. I know, because Lover's uh, Rock was so good. What's that? She's Lover's phenomenal. Rock. Oh, I, uh, their song's even better than that. Yeah. But, um... Don't get JB started. Yes. Where is she now? Where is Sade now? She's not touring. Spending which, her money. In your basement? Spending and she's money. taking people off because she's not touring. She's not. And you're one of those people. Yes, it is. Every year there's a rumor of a tour online, and people run out and literally start harassing the, oh. the, the places that are listed that she's going, like yeah. the, the actual yeah. concert halls. And they're like, she's not coming here. She was born in 1959. Yep. She was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her middle no name yeah. means honor confers a crown. My middle name That's is just Tom after means. my drunk grandma. That's all that means. <laughs> drunk and grandma. Yeah. Jessamine, drunk and grandma. Doesn't it have a ring to it? <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. There's no question about it. Oh, man. One more thing about Steve Harvey before we move on. We have a dog named Jude. He's a four-year-old Cavalier King Charles. Named Jew? And he... <laughs> Jude. Oh, I was like, wow, cool. Like, hey, Jude. You know what's funny about that? This is a true story, just me. I am not making this up. We had a, an author from France that was coming on to do this show no, Germany. a couple weeks ago. Even better, well, it was Germany. Even, even, oh. Well, I know, but... It, let me handle this, will you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Uh-oh, Tom needs a snack. Anyway. Low blood sugar. <laughs> Where's the Snickers? Where's the Snickers? He's turning into Joe Pesci. <laughs> Get him the Snickers. Hey, I, my favorite Joe Pesci line of all time is he's at the table in Raging Bull with his little children. They're probably six and eight years old. And he picks up a big butcher knife. He goes, if you don't shut up, I'm going to stab you with this knife. Their <laughs> own father going to stab him. Thank Make you. Your point. Anyway, yeah, I like that. So this guy said he was. This guy he wrote a book and he he lived in France and all the rest of it. Turns out that he was German though, and he heard us while he was on hold, ready to go on, talking about Jude the dog. And we're going, God, Jude is so weird. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> he goes nuts for no reason. I mean, Jude sees sees certain things and he just goes crazy. <laughs> the guy thought we were talking about Jews, <laughs> so he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> did you call? Did you get him back on the line, or is he still thinking you're over no. here talking trash about Jews? 
You know, I, I tell you that uh, one day we rounded up the Jude. Uh, I was. Uh, oh, that's oh funny. Oh my God. He, he. But anyway, I was. So Jude, the dog, J U D E, like Hey Jude, uh, does not like it when people put their hands over their head. I don't know why, but he just does not like it. And Steve Harvey does that all the time on Family Feud. Yeah. He throws his hands up in the air. Every time, Jude goes crazy. He hates Steve Harvey now because he always puts his hands up in the air. That's so funny. You have to get a video of that. That's a, that's a viral video right there. We should have, get a video of Jude going crazy because Steve <laughs> yeah. Harvey will not stop throwing his hands up in the air. Dog. All right, let's go. We still got one answer, Anthony. If it's there again, your family wins the game. But this time, you got two strikes. If it's not there... The Flowers family can steal, and they win the game. Anthony, give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. (laughs) (laughs) People applaud. He was so serious about it. (laughs) Was that a white guy that had to be a white guy from Arkansas? It's a black family. <laughs> that is so great. Uh, and did you hear the sister? You heard the sister in the background going, good answer, good answer. <laughs> I'd have been like, if that was my fan, I'd have been like, where the hell do you people come from? Uh, I would have walked off. That was my I would have left. I would have taken my mic off and just walked off slowly. That was great. Good answer. Oh. Good answer. I would have looked at him and said, we have a sister in the family named Juanita. What do you think I'll say is? Juanita, Julio, and Jose. Oh, he said it with God. such confidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's Real see. Quick. Flip it around. <laughs> I, won, I, we won. Won. I wonder after that show how many black people named their kids Jose. With an H? With an well, H. I love like it. <laughs> Just H-O-S-E. That's and good the poor enough for kids me. It's not hoes. <laughs> hoes. Poor hose. kids got to go to grade school and the teacher's going to go, hoes? <laughs> and all the girls stand up like, what? <laughs> I'm just thinking of poor Jude, man. Steve Harvey must have threw his hands up after that one. Yeah, Jude must have been going nuts. <laughs> oh, poor God. Jude. Oh, he definitely threw his hands up after yep. that one. Poor Jude. I can see him just upset. walking away from that. That's a walk away. That's a walk away. That is so funny. Jose. <laughs> he was so confident. That's the as you pointed out, as you pointed out earlier. Oh, yeah, he, he knew was so it. confident that was the right answer. That yeah. was the answer. That's if you watch him, he says it so answer. confidently, he looks up at the board, he turns his head, he's like confident, he's slapping hands with other family members. Oh that is so That's so funny. Terrible. That's terrible. Jose. So you name your kid H-O-S-E. What's your sister's name, bitches? And the poor kid is sitting in class. It's Jose. It's Jose. <laughs> and the teacher's like, oh, whatever. He just has a clip of the show on his phone. Whatever. See? This you is where see he the named accent me. Above the e. <laughs> yes, Jose. It is Jose. I know it's an H, but it's still Jose. That's so funny. Oh, God, I love it. I, I, it just, I did not see that episode. Andy, did you actually see the episode? I haven't watched Family Feud in like 10 years. That's right. You don't watch television. What am I thinking? What am I saying? Well, not to mention it's all just, you know, uh, crude humor now. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. 
Family Feud's always about digging in your butt and stuff like that. I don't know what yeah, that's all. I love that humor. Funny. I gotta be honest, that's right up my alley. You guys are talking about blazing no, saddles. No wonder he doesn't like blazing saddles. It's all about butts. <laughs> I think that stuff is hilarious. Basically. It may be juvenile and you know, you know, not highbrow, but you do. You, you, you know, it. Richard Pryor helped write that movie and yeah. actually was supposed oh, to be supposed the, to be in it. The sheriff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the guy. Cleveland's Lotto role. The sheriff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the sheriff, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think Remember the networks the wanted him. him. Yeah. There was like a drama between Mel and, and the um, the networks. Yeah, he had just gotten busted with drugs or something. Yeah, so yeah. he just like, had a hot news yeah. story, and they weren't trying to mess with him, but Mel still... <laughs> Mel was so influential in, in film. Yeah. The sheriff is oh, yeah. near. The sheriff is near. <laughs> What's he saying? saying the sheriff, sheriff is, is near. <laughs> No, no, the sheriff is a ding, ding, ding. Oh, man. That's just terrible. Absolutely horrendous. Even when you watch it today, it you're like, movie, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's you not know? dated. It's, no. It is not dated. That's one thing you can no, say. I, <clears throat> that there is no, no question about that. That in the movie Slapshot, that's not dated either. Slapshot? You don't even know what Slapshot is, Jessica. Yes, I do. I do know Slapshot. For <laughs> my do? my dad is like a movie buff. Like all we do is oh, watch okay. movies, and my, like my dad's favorite, other favorite is Airplane. That's another one <laughs> oh, that you yeah, still feel you like you can watch, and there's you know, it still holds up. My favorite part in Airplane is when the. They're bringing the guy in to help save the plane, and they hit the guy on the bike, and he jumps up and goes, Asshole! <laughs> Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain, and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax, and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? <laughs> just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound out of meds. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Steve Harvey. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that scene from Meet Joe Black where Brad Pitt has oh, to sit yeah. down next to that bed. And he's like, everything I read, everything I... I felt so uncomfortable watching that scene with Brad Pitt trying to talk like with a Jamaican accent to this woman on her deathbed. I'm like, no, please no, make it stop. Don't you worry, sister, everything I read. <laughs> but I'm just wondering who had the forethought in air in airplane to go. We really need somebody who, the least person to sell this, and they went would leave it to Beaver's mother, to Barbara Billingsley, Billingsley to play that part. But she did. It was so good. <laughs> Hang loose blood. <laughs> I mean, that sounded legit. Especially through these, mic, these earphones. Like, that sounded legit. That is so funny. Oh, there's some movies. It is wonderful. Now, what's in the last five years, what's the funniest movie that, that came out? Seriously, we're talking about movies now that are about 25 years oh. old. I mean, Hangover kind of struck a nerve with everybody because it was sort of, you know... It did. It pushed the ticket a little bit as far as like content and ridiculous absurdities. Yeah, I um, mean when when they brought Mike Tyson in. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, what? Mike Tyson? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so calm through his whole his whole scenes. He was just like, I'm not here to kill anybody. And you just have this thought in the back of your head: Mike's going to snap at any time. <laughs> just start killing yeah, people. Anytime. <laughs> 
any second. Well, why are you going and stealing the man's tiger? That's some issues. <laughs> that is a great introduction, though. He's singing in the, is... in the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, and all of a sudden he's just he's singing, and then he punches out whatever his face is, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever works. But seriously, is there, has there been a classic comedy in the last five years? Like something that would be along, you know, Animal House or Caddyshack or Airplane or Blazing Saddles. Any, anything even close to that? I don't think in the last five years. It, I don't think so either. I don't think you're allowed to be all that funny in movies anymore. You know, I, I, don't, I was never an anchorman guy. I, I, I never saw... Will Ferrell's okay. He was good as an elf. That was good. Oh, but now now you're I gonna just, strike. You're gonna strike oh, a nerve. You're gonna too. strike a nerve. Now you say five years, but if you go back a little bit more, Anchorman. Okay. The outtakes of Anchorman put me in stitches when he's like, "The Human oh, really? Torch was denied a big loan." Like, what are you even saying? And that's right. all improv. Like right. that dude's. I would beg to say that there are very few actors, comedic actors in this generation that can go toe-to-toe with Will Ferrell on a comedic level and be able to carry a script on his own and bring it even to another funny area. Right. You look at a movie like Get Hard, which is so dumb. Like The, the concept mm-hmm. is so stupid, but you put Kevin Hart and Will, and Will Ferrell. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it kind of like... I saw it. I thought it was funny. What did you think? It, it had moments. I think the movie was funny. However, I think... Playing to like the whole five year thing. I think movies used to have characters. You used to have to play a role. You used to have to come out of personality. Yeah. Yep. Every movie Kevin Hart's yep. in, he's Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing. Yep. It's just he's a short, funny guy. Um, so I think if we go back to the whole like, you need to make them play a role. They need to actually act it out and be actors. I think we can right. get great movies again. And you're right about saying that movies aren't, you know, like you're not allowed to be funny. You said something like, you know, we're not being funny. We're entering a very dangerous territory where everyone. So offended. Everyone's yep. so offended. Yep. I'm a, what did he say? What did she say? I'm so offended. How about busying your life so much that you don't have time to be offended? Right. Learn a language, Becky or Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of people being offended. You can be offended if you're I also know. like putting food in, in children's mouths and helping, you know, further the cure for cancer. But if you're just sitting at home on your computer being offended by what people are saying, Get a skill. Learn, you know, do some, I don't know, yoga. Figure something well, out in your life. I heard L.A. Nick say, and God help me that I'm quoting L.A. Nick. Yeah, L.A. Nick. Say we need a new Rickles. Yes, we do need a new. Yep. And, and you know what? Uh, I was going to say um, Russell Peters comes close. Russell Peters does come close. Does he? He, yes, he, he does. says whatever he wants. Yes. And, and he's he, very smart. Right. He he. Attacks. Well, I shouldn't say attacks his audience, but he uses his audience. Yeah, and he, you know, he gets he's, over. He's equal yeah. opportunity with yeah. it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know but what? I wish Joan Rivers was still alive. Oh God, yes, she was phenomenal. She, she was the was parameter fantastic. of all that. She was. You know, the she she no, she no went after everybody. Same with Rickles, like. And that's the problem. Like you're saying, you know, what's been the greatest movie in the past five years? That's sort of like mm-hmm. that's important to have that because comedy is definitely a parameter of what's going on in society and once we start to make comedians apologize all the time then you're going to get shitty comedy movies i'm sorry that's what's going to happen comedy specials because there's a lot of them on netflix now i sit there and go that's not funny right i saw that line come in two sentences ago yeah Yeah. come on be original yeah and be like take risks right you know ladies and gentlemen becky 
Becky Peluso is Becky that Peluso. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thank God that wasn't the choice. I mean, Jesse May is not much better, but Becky, that's a tough one to Jessie get out of your May's mouth. Jesse a good name. Jesse May Peluso, Rick Brown's House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night in a Sunday night show as well. Jesse May, always a pleasure. Murray, thanks for coming in. Of course. Thank you. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant walls around motor group walls.com and doug sprinthal Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. It is the opening of baseball, 2018. Minnesota Twins are at the Baltimore Orioles. Game starts in about two hours. What do you think of that? I suppose you're a Red Sox fan being from Rhode Island, huh? Absolutely. We're going to win it all this year. Unless... Here we go. <laughs> we won't. might. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of a we fan. We might. Just I, uh, the way it is. No, you got to. They say you're gonna have a good team this year. No. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Did you go any spring training games this year? Did you go see any spring training? No, I I wanted to. Well, next year I already told them. Uh, instead of going to Punta Cana, I want to go down to spring training and uh, you know on the KQ trip, so we'd be there for like three, four games next year. Nice. Which uh, it's either that or I'm just gonna hold my breath and. Until I turn blue and act like a child. That'd be, <laughs> What's, that'd be new? What's new? Yeah, what new, Pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I, this is awkward already. All right. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming in. Hey, hey yeah. yeah the, the Red Sox. Ah! The Red Sox got a new. Uh, we got a new manager, uh, Alex Cora, because he can speak Spanish. <laughs> 
Oh, there you go. I'm not even making that up. I know you. I know I'm racist, but that's not even my racist thought. Like it's like literally. Who knew if you paid attention in Spanish, you could manage a baseball team? I should have paid attention. What about that? I took Italian. What's that going to get me? I'm going to be able to order a pizza in Italian and impress a Guido-looking girl. Oh my God! I still love the fact that you and I talked to to Alex and pronounced Italian words properly, and it drove her crazy. Oh, I know. I should do that again sometime I when I call in. I'm going to have some fuschetta. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a little mozzarella. 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 And if I did it in person you know, for her, I'd grab myself around my genital area and pull up, too, yeah, at the of same course. time. There you go. That, <laughs> that would be just wonderful. I'm sorry. Just her emphasis. That's it. Sorry, Catherine. I know you're. I didn't mean to bring this to a low level. Of Yeah, thing. she'll get over it. <laughs> I know who you are. I know, that's right. I know who you are. Anyway. I know your truth. Paul Mercurial, ladies and gentlemen, is at Rick Boston's House of Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, Saturday, two shows. And then because he's a fake Roman Catholic, he's taking Sunday off. I'm taking, I'm taking Sunday off. I'm, uh, it's Easter. It's Easter. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to be a good boy and hang out with my wife and my son. And, uh,. His voice is getting deep. I called my house like two uh. weeks ago. I was on the road, and he's like, hello. I'm like, is my wife cheating on me? Like, what is <laughs> Yeah, I remember Andy, the same thing. It was like in two days. He never got the squeaky voice or anything. Just all someone day was yeah, low. No. It was really? Because that's what happened with my son, yeah. Alex. It was like, how's it going? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Not only is she cheating on me, but, with a, but it's with a long for me. <laughs> Like a, with a dock worker, <laughs> and uh, and then I was, uh, and I, I and then uh, I've got this thing. He won't let me see if he has pubic hair. Well, what do you? What do you? What? Okay. You want him to show you, you weirdo? No, that's not see, okay. My wife, not okay. You're just like my wife. Not okay. So you're like my wife, and I'm like Tom. You're exactly normal. You're, <laughs> <laughs> We're normal. Wait, you're a what? Right? You're like my wife, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, right? Oh, oh no, no, no. She's Catholic. Oh, you are? She was raised Catholic. Yeah, but yeah. you come off Catholic. like like you come off like a Protestant that drinks martinis. <laughs> oh. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm no. just saying. Uh, no, I mean checking I don't out that your as an son's insult. junk is not okay. No, no. It, why? No. It's my son. <laughs> what? What right, culture do you think it's okay to do that? In my neighborhood in, in Providence. <laughs> no, here's what okay. happens, right? Here's my All here's right. my thing. It's my son, Tom. You're a father. Mm-hmm. You want to see the mm-hmm. fruit of your loins? You see, kind of what you what, what you created. I have no interest. I have no interest in looking at Andy's pubic hair. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm yeah, off. this is very. Andy would have called the cops on you if you'd asked him. <laughs> he would have. He would have, he would have had the cops. cops at the house in Andy, five minutes. I've Andy's. never heard anyone. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe you all need to expand your mind with your hoity-toity no. attitude about other boys' genitalia. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, that's My, what it is. <laughs> I'm the bad yeah. guy. I don't think so. I'm the crazy one. Uh, so, uh, yes, so here's yes, what happens, are, but... right? My, uh, well, first of all, like, okay, when you, I was a swimmer growing up, and I, I don't know, we, I think we talked about this on the radio, but I don't want to repeat anything, but. We would swim, and then you'd take the showers in the communal shower, and you'd see other boys naked, and we would swim yes. naked. There was a requirement that age seven to nine age group, you had to swim naked in the boys' club. You were not yep. allowed to wear a bathing suit. I'm not making this up. 
Um, no, it's true. Yeah, we've talked about this. Right. Okay. So God, why is so that okay? Yes. Yeah, so why is that sounds okay? like some it's teacher? Not, not okay. <laughs> teacher needs to be uh, investigated. Listen, maybe. it's what Father Murphy said we had to do, and uh, no. <laughs> He wanted to towel you off. You found nothing wrong with this. There was nothing wrong with... Oh, by the way, it all it's all relative, right? The other thing that we did was uh, there was this guy. He was... Uh, his first name was Arthur. Let's just put it at that. Not my father or my brother, but his name was Arthur. Italian guy. He was in his 50s. He ran the gym at the boys' club. So he was one of these jocks, but he never married. And we thought, oh, well, he just didn't get along with girls or whatever. Who knew? Whatever. And he would have us. He'd roll up the mats, and he'd have the boys give him neck rubs and back rubs. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm not making this up. So he would lay. He'd take his top off, and he'd lay his, you know, his (laughs) whatever, his T-shirt. I'm serious. I'm not making any of this up. And he would lay down on his stomach, and he put his arms out like, like, you know, to like a, make a form of a T or whatever. And then you'd rub his neck and you'd rub his back. Uh, and then he'd make noises. He'd, go, he'd start to go like, ex- exactly. He'd go like, <laughs> he'd go, I'm not making this up. He'd go, mm. Oh. Mm. I'm not making this up. I swear to God. So now you can understand why to me it's not a big deal if I catch a, a passing glimpse of my son's pubic hair. What's the big deal about that? Just to see how dark a it is. A passing glimpse is a little different than asking him if if he's my son's pubic hair. <laughs> That's really great. Hey, Alex, drop trowel. Dad's home. Yeah, right. That's wow, well, you right. obviously grew up in a very ill area. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it is true. Fault. I was giving neck rubs to a, a, a single fifty-five-year-old guy. Mm. In a boys' club, yeah. and then we would take turns. This, Another boy would come in to do this thing, and then so I saw my son in the shower. You know, you have this, we have the shower door, and it's kind of foggy, right? But I could see like it's really dark around his armpit area, and really dark in the area. And I'm like, this kid's got it going on. I want to see what he's got, just in terms of thickness and density. That's all. I'm not talking about the penis. I'm talking about the shrubbery around it. Nothing rubbery. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, you were borderline molested as a child, in my opinion. (laughs) I wanted it to be more, but they would only do borderline. (laughs) Yes, borderline was as good as it it got. You're not cute enough for full molestation. We're going to give you borderline. Great. Great. Just great. Uh, Your lips are too big for full on. So this is all true, and my wife thinks it's weird, and my son thinks it's... And then the other thing is, like, yeah. if I run... Like, let's say I get out of the shower, and I run... Like, I have to run into the living room to get something. I'm, and it's just my wife and my kids home. I'm not going into my bedroom and putting on, like, my sweats or a bathrobe to literally run in to, like, the living room for three seconds and run out. And my kid sees me, and it's okay. like, oh, my God, Wait. please put your clothes on. I'm like, what's the problem? Wait. Wait, you're in the shower and you have to run into the living room quickly? Yeah. For what reason ever? <laughs> ever. I usually forget my towel out there. It's never happened. <laughs> well, never. My wife. My, never my, am I taking a shower and go, oh my God, I have to run into the living room quickly. I had, to make, I had to write a note to myself for something and I didn't want to forget it. So I ran out of the shower oh. and I ran and I wrote it down. And my son's like, can't you put something on? And I'm like, why do I have to put something on? I'm a guy. You're a guy. We're related. 
I'm not. It's not like I'm. <laughs> it's not like I'm standing there with like a coat hanger around it or anything. I'm just doing some like a quick thing, and then I run back into the bathroom. What's the, the big mind of Paul McCurio? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's That's totally, what I think. I think people are too uptight with their bodies. I think that that uh, people need to be a little bit more open-minded. Clearly. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> Absolutely. I. Uh, it just never occurred to me that, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about Andy's pubic hair. That, that's never happened. Not happened. That's there was never, never an intrigue even like, gee, I wonder. Don't even get. The other part is I, I do wonder no. like how big it is, but I won't even have that conversation because God forbid I'm a creep for no. saying that. How does a guy not no. think about how big his son's penis is? How does a guy not think about that? <laughs> Why would you I think about that? Because it's a thing. It's you happening. want to know. <laughs> I just don't think it's true. Yeah, you haven't changed at all. Uh, Why would I want to change? This is working well, for I know. me. I think. No, it's That's not. That's true. That's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Now it is working for you, which I really admire. And by the way. I don't think there's any question about it. Oh, my God. I can't stand people anymore. Why not? Because <laughs> this guy was supposed to fix my roof, and he's a complete jerk. We had a small leak in the roof, right? And uh, he, uh, and by the way, he has great pubic hair, this guy. Uh, no. And, uh, <laughs> Glad to hear it. And, yeah, it's wonderful. And he, um, and so he goes, uh, it's a small job. It's 800 bucks. It's not a lot for what roofers do. And so he comes in and he goes, uh, okay, I'm going to do it on this day. And then this day comes and he's like, oh, uh, uh, I'm short a man. I couldn't come. I'm going to come the next day. He didn't come the next day. Then it's rained again. Then it mm-hmm. leaked again. Then he was going to come. Then it snowed. Then he didn't come. And then he finally came and he did. And I said, look, you got to come or I'm going to find something. He finally came and he did the job. And guess what? It still leaks. Right? Of course. So on Thursday, mm-hmm. last Thursday, a week ago, I said, it's leaking. So Thursday comes. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to come right out. It doesn't come Friday. Saturday calls me. Yeah. <laughs> and Saturday he calls me. Right? No, this is like all I need. Like my father performs in for a living. When he went, he bid on a job. He did the job. Oh, the other thing that the scumbag did. Okay. His name, is Je- his name is Jim Leach. L-E-A-C-H. <laughs> Do not use him under any circumstances. He's terrible. He's bad. Okay. And he lives in Westerly, Rhode Island. Let me give you his address. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, so here's the thing. Well, it's the way you and I grew up, Tom. Like, people, the switch goes off, and then it's over, right? Like, you, you're dead to That's me. That's true. You're yes. dead to me. So the guy you're goes to me. to me. He, yeah. he, right. He goes, so he goes to me. He goes, uh, okay, I'm going to need some money for the materials. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, I need you to send me a check for the materials. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, uh-huh. I, go, Buy. I go, what? I go, no, the way my, fa- my father before him for a living, like he, he goes, well, I'm a little tight on money. I don't have the inventory right now. What do you have? Do you have the inventory yeah. for nails and shingles? What do you, what, what do you want? <laughs> a children's lemonade stand? What am I dealing with here, right? Yeah. And by the way, I have bucks. my own fault. I'm my own self to blame for this because I got a bid from a legitimate roofing company for 1300 bucks, And a buddy of mine said, this guy's yeah. great. And he charges $800. i am like, I'm saving 500 bucks, And God's like, aha, I'm going to get you for this. Here's, here we go, right? So I, I, I say to him, uh, I'll tell you what, he wanted 500 bucks to give me a check, give him a check ahead of time. You can cut me off at any time if you want to move on. And uh, he goes, um, <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, uh, oh, and I got another friend, by the way, he's having a bachelor party, and he's in his 40s. He just got divorced. I'm coming back to the roofing thing in a minute. And he got divorced. <laughs> Do you have Asperger's? And he goes, <laughs> 
<laughs> or something similar to that? Something, well, something in that area. I get, I get, I know, we're tight on the ra- I know we're tight on the radio, so I can't, I can't, whatever. So I got, I know the commercial rates. So this guy Richard Denobly, he lives in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. He's also a scumbag, but he's one of my best friends. <laughs> So he was married, and he's in his late forties. Now, do you have a friend who gets remarried? Right? You know what he says to us? He goes, um, he goes to the, these are all the high school buddies. He goes, hey, why don't you guys take me down to? He goes, well, let's have a bachelor party for me, and go down to the Florida Keys on a fishing trip. We're like, that's not going to happen. You want me to drop two or three grand to take you on a fishing trip for your second? You don't get a bachelor party the second time around. No. Yeah. No. Right? I mean. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, the first time is like, okay, you're giving up that part of your life. You have one last fling, and you, you know, you sleep with a transvestite hooker or whatever it is that you do. <laughs> right, right, Tom. And right, um, <laughs> right, Tom. <laughs> right, Tom. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, come on, you were telling me the other night. Boy, uh, look at the time. <laughs> we gotta go. Look at the time. And so, oh, and by and by the way, this no, guy. Really, no, I, I was serious about that. We have to. Take Take a break. Come on, with these breaks with your money. You don't need the money. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Okay, whatever. So we'll pick up the story where you left off right after this. All right. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years. We've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers? Our business banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project how we were able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face. When your business banks with us, you are not just another account number. One thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with you so respectfully. Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take you do. <laughs> We take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and live. That's what we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. We are back. Now, Paul, in nine minutes, we have a we have a guest coming on, and I would love to hear you interview him along with us because 
Your interviewing skills must be just sterling. <laughs> <laughs> that seems sarcastic. What? Huh? That seemed a little no, sarcastic. No, no, I was, no, I was very serious. <laughs> Who is, is it? Is this the kind of stuff you do on your podcast? Me? The ranting? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, a little bit? But... Uh, I, it's usually one on one. I just had Frank Oz on. He's going to be in. Um, you should have Frank Oz on your show. Do you have you had Frank Oz on? I love Frank Oz. No, but I love Frank. Okay, Oz. I'm going to put you in touch with Frank Oz, and you should. He's got. They got a thing out called Muppets, Muppet Guys Talking, which is a 65 minute documentary that he did with the all the original uh, puppeteers of the Muppets, and they're talking about it like. Ooh, I love it. it. I'm telling you, it's really really good, and he's fantastic. I just had him on. It's going to air this Monday, but I'll put you in touch with him. And he can promote his thing, but you should have him on. And, uh, I would love to have him and on. And he's also directed amazing movies. Like, he's directed The Score and Little Shop of Horrors. And, like, his, his, right. his filmography is amazing. And then I have Marsha Clark on right now. I just I just had, I just just had posted what? her this week. Yeah, she's, the, she's got an A&E show, uh, Marsha Clark, The First 48, where she looks at, like, uh, famous homicide cases and, like, take, looks at, I don't know, digs deeper into them and so she was really cool actually she was really nice and i first question was okay so you slept with chris darden am i right or am i right come on <laughs> am i right am i right am i right it's like my first question for paul you McCart- suck as a lawyer so. <laughs> am i right like my first question for paul mccartney was so you're a beetle why would you sleep with a woman with one leg am i right am i right am i right hello are you still there hello i don't did I lose the connection? Really Hello? smooth. <laughs> is he married again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is. Okay. So is it like the, the some? Time. Is it is it some woman from Long Island, right? With the money, with my, some woman with money. I think that's right. I think that is right. Yes. He's, it's, you it's have a great wife. voice you think, for radio. You have such a man. great voice on radio. Perfect. Who? who you, Catherine? No. <laughs> Me? I should think about getting into it someday. <laughs> you, should. you should. Stop dabbling and really go for it. What are you doing with all these commercials? Stop dabbling. Man. Yes. You have great, and it's great yeah, phone stop. sex voice, too. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Cold Just in case you want to make more money, Tom. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I can do phone sex. <laughs> Catherine, I think I have a cut. I need a Band-Aid. Catherine. Did you ever see... Catherine, I need a Did Band-Aid. Did you ever see the movie? <laughs> I'm making you Chris Jewish. Chris movie, CB4. Did you ever see that movie? No, but I remember the title, but I, I don't think I saw the movie. Oh, God. There's a guy, the guy, and it's about these guys in a cell block to put together a band, and their big hit is, I'm black, y'all, I'm black, y'all, blickety, black, 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 blickety, black. And that's the whole song. It's just the word black, and I'm black, y'all, right? But there's this one guy, when the band breaks up, he can't find another job. The only job he can get is for a gay sex line. And you're going to have to cut this out, Melina, I'm sorry, but he could only find a job at a gay sex line, and the guy calls and goes, hi, is this the gay sex line? Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm sucking your dick. (laughs) 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 He's just not into it at all. (laughs) But he pretends that he is. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that was very, very funny. God. And then a guy in a restaurant recognizes his voice from the the gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh God. When I um, anyway, sorry. when I left uh, when I left uh, practicing law and stuff, and I sold my apartment, I moved to a rooming house just outside of New York City. And one of the, my neighbors, it was literally like you had a hot pot on a ten in a ten by twelve room. And we each shared bathroom and kitchen with other people in the house. And it was literally like those 
rooming houses that like Philip Marlowe would go to to find the bad guy in those film noir movies, right? Oh, yeah. And one sure. of my neighbors was a 300-pound phone sex operator who sold Herbalife <laughs> diet products door-to-door. I oh. <laughs> Oh, door to door, door to door. So, picture God. somebody in like basically a tarp uh, with a button on it <laughs> that says, <laughs> uh, "The button said I'm an herbal lifer. How about you?" That was the button. Oh, and she'd be oh. like, "Hi," and you know she's wiping you know chicken grease off of her mouth as she's trying to say herbal. <laughs> And she was very sweet. Her name was Carol. And I was right below her. And I could hear all of her calls. Now, it's all theater of the mind, right? It's like radio. So, like, the person on the... The the way that this works... And, uh, Tom, this is the part where you pretend, like, you don't know how this works. Um, You call in... To a central number, it's like it's a Chinese menu. It's like, yeah, I want a woman to do say this and say that and say this, and then you give them your number, and then they give her the number, and she calls you. So you never have the number of the woman. Oh, yeah. And okay. um, so I would hear her, and I'd hear like, "Hi, this is Carol, and I'm five three, which was true, and I, I have like blonde hair, and that was true, and I have baby blue eyes, and that's true, and." What? What's that? I weigh 105 pounds. <laughs> Thank you for playing. <laughs> Sorry. What are her parting gifts, Johnny? Uh, <laughs> it's like your arm weighs 105 pounds. And so I would literally have to go outside and walk around. Am I yelling? I'm not yelling too much, am I? No. no I feel like no, I'm yelling. Fine. I'd have to walk around. No why is there a paper plate next to me and then, like, an eyeglass cleaner? What, were you guys working on eyeballs or something? So I'd have to walk around the neighborhood so I wouldn't have to hear this woman make these calls. And then she would go to me, oh, you want to come up and hang out and listen to some of my calls while I do them? And I'm like, no, I don't want to be attacked. Uh, I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> it just was like... So my friend wants this bachelor yeah. party in Florida, right? And he's not getting... <laughs> right, he wants to go fishing. Right. For people who just tuned in who missed the thing before the break, I'll reset, as yes. we say in the business. Um, sure. And by sure. the business, I mean show business. Um, and could you just get off your phone and pretend, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> he's literally... I'm sitting right across from you. I have Emmy Awards, man. How many guys with Emmy Awards? And by the way, Amari, you you're the farthest media, looking man. guy from a Jew that I thought for sure this guy was a Jew. <laughs> yeah, Murray, Murray, Murray the Jew. Murray Kemp. Mary Kemp. Hello. Hey, Murray lady. You're oh. like a mix. You're Asian, Puerto Rican, black with a <laughs> little of with a little of not to be trusted. A little bit of that. <laughs> How is We're he sorry, not a Jew? Mary, Murray Kemp is a Jewish name. Oh, man. I didn't even know that. Uh, I didn't even know that. Your your family's I'm the fourth. Your family's I'm what, the fourth, what did you tell way. me in the car? Your family's in in diamonds and jewels. What yeah. do you think you are? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. My name's Mary Kemp. We eat a lot of bagels, and my father's in finance. I don't think I'm Jewish at all. <laughs> Happy Passover, Murray. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Happy Passover. Yeah. Oh, how did that toilet just fell on in. the crown of your head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so stay off your phone, will you? Uh, so what was I talking about? So this kid, Richard, I, I almost swore, but I know I'm not supposed to swear. Um, uh, and uh, and he goes, uh, he goes. 
So, he, so oh, by the way, this friend of mine, he's 47, as I mentioned, and divorced and wanted a bachelor. You're not getting a bachelor party. And he's always throwing money around. He's got a, He's always got the latest BMW 535, his, his fiance, massive ring. We have a wedding, right? Nice wedding, country club. Guess what happened at the wedding? Cash bar. Cash bar at 47. <laughs> oh. Right. Exactly. You know what my wedding gift was? I slept with his wife that night. That was my wedding gift. I know you're trying to skimp on things. Well, why don't you skimp on the sex, handsome, and I'll take care of it for you. Oh, man. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful idea. You know what I mean? Like, it's how a magnificent you, idea. You can't, you can't, like, flaunt all that money. None of this is, this is all true. Like, you can't flaunt that kind of money and then, you know. So this roofer, Jim Leach, all right? So he yeah, said, oh, we're so, back to the roofer. Okay. okay. 1228 last Thursday, I texted him. My roof is still leaking. Now, by the way, I had sent him a check. Okay. Oh, he wanted 500 as an advance check for the quote unquote materials. I go, no, you know what? What we'll do is you go to the Home Depot. My wife will call in when you're ready to check out with a credit card, and we'll do it that way. Guess how much the materials were? $245. So what the scumbag did was he was trying to get a 250 pop ahead of time on his labor because he knew it was 245 oh. Ah, you know, I might be Italian, but uh, I know. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know Murray. I don't know like Murray, Murray Kemp kind of money, Murray, knowing that kind of money, Murray. You're actually Money Kemp. Money, Money Murray Kemp. That's hey. going to be your nickname at the club. So I already knew this guy was slippery, right? Right. I don't have any money. You're doing it 20. Like, you can't brag that you're doing something 25 years and you can't estimate how much you need on materials. What I look like? I fell off a turnip truck, pal? All right. Well, hi. hi, this is Tom Bernard. Um, I'd like a pizza. Yeah, nice talking to you. Hey, you know Domino's Pizza has uh, pizza insurance? Did you see that? <laughs> what? Domino- oh, I swear to God, you ever heard of Adderall? <laughs> no, I can't afford it. I, I put all my money into my roof. <laughs> what do I look like, Mr. Moneybags? Yeah, I, I, I can get you Adderall for $500 if you want to. Here comes Andy. I just need an advance, though. <laughs> yeah, I need an advance. Of- <laughs> That's right, I need the advance. Nice. That's um, exactly it. Domino's has this carryout insurance on your pizza. I'm not making this up. It's all over what the place. What does that mean, even? So if you take, you get a pizza, you have to go pick up your pizza. I'm not making this up. Can you Google it to prove to, so yeah. that I'm not? Oh. It's, um and uh, and and so you take your pizza, not a delivery. You go, you pick up your pizza. If you drop your pizza, <laughs> you get you get they'll replace the pizza free. It's called t- it, there's a there's an ad where a tree falls. Oh on yeah, a- they actually do that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this ad. Yeah, You're right. The tree falls on the car, and the guy's like, "Oh my god!" All the guy cares about is his pizza, and then he slips on the ice, and the pizza falls. You take uh. that pizza back. They will replace the pizza. <laughs> now, we're all laughing at it like, oh, this is so super. I laughed at it, and then I tried it, and it works. <laughs> I dropped my pizza. I took it back. With the deductible, it cost me $105. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the deductible. <laughs> we had an argument about whether or not the pepperoni sticking to the top was a pre-existing condition, but I said no. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this guy goes to fix the thing. So now it's 1228 last Thursday, and I text him. I go, my roof's still leaking. He goes, okay, I'll come right out. He doesn't come th- Thursday. doesn't come Friday. Saturday, I get a text from him, and the text says, Sorry, Paul, can't get out there today. I'm going to be at a funeral. What is it? The funeral of the Queen of England? Who's at a funeral all day? Like two hours tops at a funeral. So now I know this guy's <laughs> jerking me around. And by the way, I stopped payment on the check. Aha. He doesn't know that Ooh. yet. Yeah. Oh. 
the minute the minute uh, the minute he stopped showing up, and then it was like okay. And I said, oh yeah, we had a problem with the check, and we're gonna send you another one. And then he tech, and so he he come, and then so Sunday he doesn't come, and then Monday morning of this week he calls. He goes. I'm down a man. Here's the same excuse. I'm down a man. <laughs> I'm like, what, are you guys all drinking poison? How are you losing so many men? <laughs> the KGB is able to keep people on payroll better than you guys. He goes, I'll come out tomorrow. I go, no, you're not coming out tomorrow. He goes, what do you mean? I go, you're coming out the end of business today or I'm getting somebody else to do the job and you're not getting paid a nickel. And I said, I'm going to tell everybody I know. I will literally take a week off. And I, I said, did you ever see that scene in the Blues Brothers where they take that giant megaphone and they put it on the roof of the car and they talk yeah. like, uh, right? I will literally drive through the roads of Connecticut and Rhode Island and say your name and that you're the worst human being and roofer on the face of the planet. I will make it my mission to drive you out of this country. He goes, well, but I go, but, and I'm like, country. Hey, I go, no, I go, and then I go, uh, let me ask you something. I go, you got a wife and a kid? He goes, yeah, I go, uh, I got a wife and a kid. I go, look, can I, is your house? when it rains does it leak does water come inside your structure when it leaks he goes no I go well it does with mine I'm not talking when I turn the shower on I mean like in just random places like I'm standing in my kitchen and suddenly it's like uh, it, I'm like Gene Kelly and you know with the thing with the umbrella I said, you got to come out and fit. Well, I can't, and this, and then he starts to try to blame it on me. Well, you know, you didn't return my call three, three weeks ago. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Just come out and fix the friggin' roof, you hump. So, um, <laughs> yeah, hump. yeah, yeah. And guess what? Three hours after that phone call, he went out to fix my roof. Now, the story's Amazing. not over. Oh. You'll have to tune in next week. What's with, this, what's with this blue light? I feel like I'm being x-rayed and the dentist is standing outside so he doesn't get radiation poisoning on his testicles. So I am gonna, I'll finish this when we come back after this break. Now you got a minute. Well, we have 45 yeah. seconds. Oh, okay. So now we don't know. Cause he, so he texted me this morning while I was on the radio with you, Tom, and he said, your check bounced. <laughs> wow. check, yes, my uh, check bounced because I stopped the payment on it. So now, guess what? I'm down a man. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to the bank to deposit anything right now, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. That makes complete sense. You don't mess with Italian when it comes to this business. Murray the Kemp. This is the contractor story around the world, isn't it? Yes, it really seriously. is. It's just, so ridiculous. Did you say Italian? Italian, yes. <laughs> you, you just what said kind Italian. Of Italian, are you? What kind of Italian are you? I'm just an Italian. <laughs> guy. You don't even have to know the language. You just have to do the thing. <laughs> hey, Alex, we're going to have a bonita and a bit and a day. We'll have a broccoli rub. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. Listed on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. 
Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, first off, when it comes to moving, not all companies are created equal. What are some of the scary stories you hear about other guys? Tommy, if you hire Chuck in a truck, you unfortunately are going to get Chuck service. AAA Movers makes it our mission to guarantee satisfaction with every step of what can often be a stressful time in your life, moving. We move ten to 12,000 families every year, so from your price quote to the professional, respectful way we handle your life's possessions, we'll make your move easy. I like easy. By the way, this month, if you mention Tom Bernard or KQ, you'll get a free moving box kit with every move, and you'll save 50 bucks off with junk removal with junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. What do I do when my love is away? So, Mr. Molina, yep. I sent you a uh, an email called Pizza Hut Jesus. Oh, this is great. So when you get, <laughs> yeah, Paul's already heard it. Oh my God! Uh, as soon as you get, it actually looks like it's from Scott Jameson, but it's from me too. And and it just says Pizza Hut Jesus. I'd love to play it on this show. Oh my God, it's so it's funny. Amazing. How great was that? It's that, hilarious. What a segue that was. Bringing up Easter and Last Supper, and then you had that. That was so great on the show today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, you. I mean, you, you talked about. It was so funny. Well, no, I'm just saying that you were talking about you were talking about Jesus for some reason. Why were you talking about Jesus? I don't remember. Oh, we brought. You said. Oh, you, why? You, you, you know, talking, you're working on yeah, Easter, Jesus. and then I started to. Talk, I was just sort of thinking about the Last Supper and what kind of conversation they had at the Last Supper. Holy Thursday, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, Jesus, why are we all sitting on the same side of the table? Is there going to be a hit? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Jesus. Just so I'm clear, this isn't the Last Supper for all of us, right? Just you, is that correct? <laughs> That's really Let's be nice. clear. Yeah. Do you pick up the check? Is I don't that, know. That's Jesus. Let him pay. He's the boss. I think that's the original what would Jesus do moment. Like, <laughs> My attitude is let him pay. He's, you're never going to see him again. And then three days later, you're running to him on the street. What are the odds? <laughs> you know that... Christ, non-Christians have no idea what the hell you're talking about. No. That's what I no. Murray they does. No Murray the clue. Camp does. He killed him. <laughs> Murray the Camp, yeah. What do you mean when you run into him three days later? I thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, just you just don't get it. I'm sorry. You just, you I can't. If i got to educate you on this, it's not worth it, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. You're 100% right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right, Tom, we're all good to go. Do you... Okay. Go ahead. Now, as long as he's talking about Jesus picking up the tab and all the rest of it, have you heard this yet, Molina? Uh, no. Okay. This is an actual piece of of audio we got sent to us. This actually happened. Here's the audio. A guy in North Carolina called 911 last week and told them he was Jesus Christ. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just <laughs> broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window, and I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back He's back to earth. So you don't work there? No, I just broke in, had a pizza. I'm Jesus. And what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Okay. And what do you look like? I look like Jesus. What else do I supposed to look like? Man, where do you live at? 
I'm from heaven. <laughs> How'd you get over, over to the Pizza Hut? I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. And did, would you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And did you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, uh, the responses from the 911 oh, operator. <laughs> oh, the 911 uh, operator did such a great job of that. He's like, okay, Jesus, what's your last name? Right. Christ. And that made his day. But I like <laughs> the, made his whole day. I like the tone of the guy playing Jesus when he goes, uh, what do you look like? I'm Jesus. I look like Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a stupid question. <laughs> Came from heaven. <laughs> Came from heaven. It's got the alarm Mountain going on. In the That's back. what I was saying earlier. It was like apparently someone was breaking into his cross. I don't know. <laughs> I love the fact that he adds, I had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. Don't want to lie. Put it on What's my your tab. last name? Christ. <laughs> Christ. My last name is Christ. Guy oh. <laughs> actually calls 911. I thought that 911 operator was incredibly professional. Oh, yeah. I did not know yeah. that Jesus was a southerner. Did you? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know Jesus was drunk either. <laughs> Jesus was pretty hammered. There you go. He probably lives in a double makes. wide. I mean, come on. The wine <laughs> is his blood. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Can we hear that one more time? It's just yeah, so it good. Yeah. It's only about a minute long, isn't it? That's perfect. Yeah. I think, I think it's only about a minute long. Yeah, I'd love to hear it again. This is a real 911 call, by the way. It's real. <laughs> Here's another classic moment from the KQ Morning Show. A guy in North Carolina called 911 last week and told them he was Jesus Christ. 911, what is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window in, and I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back He's back to earth. So you don't work there? No, I just broke in, had a pizza. I'm Jesus. And what was your name again? <laughs> My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Okay. And what do you look like? I look like Jesus. What else do I supposed to look like? Man, where do you live at? I'm from heaven. How'd you get over to the Pizza Hut? I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. And did, did you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And did you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I love the... Had a Mountain Dew. Had a Mountain Dew. It must be Jesus because he's confessing to a crime. Like you yeah. know, he's, he's in the confessional. <laughs> he called nine one one to say, "Hey, look, I broke in. You need to send the cops over here because I broke a window." I'm just trying right, to. You know. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm Jesus. I look like Jesus. You idiot. What kind of a question? Is <laughs> I did not know that you could break into a pizza hut and there were pizzas that are ready to. Yeah, eat. yeah exactly. <laughs> I broke in, I, I turned the oven that. on, I've been here about 45 minutes, I'm waiting for the oven to heat up, and then I'm going to eat the pizza, and then I'm going to eat so <laughs> Give me about a half hour, I'll be done with the pizza, you can come on over. <laughs> well, instead of Pizza Hut, would you break into like Ray's or Famous Ray's, Original yeah, Ray's, you or don't Original want, Yeah, you want to, you're going to go, exactly, you're going to, you want to go high end with the thing. I'm oh, telling you about I that Domino's that about Pizza Insurance, you thought I was making that up. This is, <laughs> a, this is true. Oh. You get takeout. You're making... It's a good thing. Well, There's a lot I of clumsy people in the, the world. Yeah, I don't understand the marketing genius behind that, to tell you the truth. I, just I don't, don't either. How many people actually are dropping their pizzas, and this is an yeah, issue. Yeah, and how many people are people. eating, like, three slices and then just, like, right. shaking it around See, and bringing it back in? Like, up in high school, my friends, what my friends like, and I would do is we would go buy one. 
and then like do a whole shot on it with our car and then bring it back and say, hey, we dropped our pizza and we try it. How many, see how many times you could get away with it? You know, like you, you turn into a right. prank. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm with the, you. I don't the website it. says every slice has to be there. So, oh, every slice uh, has to be there. Small print. Yeah, yeah. Gotta read the small print. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's what if yeah. I like fold it up into like a burrito and then I drop it? <laughs> <laughs> You can do that, bro. I do like that TV commercial where a tree crushes his car, and all he's worried about is the pizza yeah, in the back seat. Exactly. And then he slips and falls anyway. Yeah, and the exactly. Pizza goes flying. The commercial spot right. actually. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. He's so worried about no, his no, pizza. No, 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 no. Are there loopholes? Are there loopholes? If you fall while you're eating a piece of pizza, will they I take don't know. It? I mean, it, 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 all it, slices. it could be. You. Pr- I actually think you actually need a letter from your primary care physician. In order to uh, probably true, notarized and dated. That's probably true. You probably do. And uh, you know, but it's like any gimmick to get. I mean, we're talking about it, right? So maybe it works. I don't know. You know, it's like it does work. I'm sure it works. Say, I'm doing it later. Insurance. I saw this gonna rat. Do it later? I'm going to do it later. I'm going to go there. I'm going to order a pizza. And then I'm going to walk outside and purposely trip myself in front of the comedy car. Everything on recording. I'm going to go back in there and I'll be like, I need a new pizza. Sounds like something this a Jew would insurance. do. Sounds like a Jew move to me. You're the Happy only Passover, one. by the way. You're the only one. There's no other Jews on this show right now except you. And the Jew goes, I know. I'll go get something free. And I'm the racist. I'm the racist. That's all I'm saying. I, I, you know, I'm just trying to point it out. That's all I'm saying. I understand. Every time I meet a Native American, I want to blurt out, do you have a casino? And I'm a bad guy. I can't say that, apparently. You know? No. Nope. A lot of them have casinos now. A lot of them do. It's true. It's very, very true. Like some of the advertisers on this show, as a matter of fact. Oh, she's sorry. <laughs> no. You should no, warn me. Don't worry about it. Give them a list. Me. Yeah, but you know what? You're gonna pick up. You're gonna you're gonna pick up uh, dominoes. I'm trying to backpedal here. <laughs> oh, my God. He's backpedaling all the way. Ah, it all works out. And oh, by the way, yeah, Catherine and I went down to Key West on vacation last week. Had a wonderful time. We mm. stayed over at Casa Marina on the other side, away from Duval in front, because it's very busy over there. Mm-hmm. But it was a wonderful. Everybody on the island was very friendly and and, and nice. Mm-hmm. One of the guys. Who were we, were we were sitting on the beach, and he brought drinks to the table. His name was Josh, and it said on his name tag that he's from Rhode Island. Oh, I said you're from Rhode. Island. I said I gotta be the only guy in America. I know like ten people from Rhode Island, and I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> I do. I know Doug Sprinthal's from Rhode Island. He's the Walzer Automotive guy. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant's from Rhode Island. I know you. I can I can keep going if you mm-hmm. want. But here's the point. So Josh said, really? So your friends, uh, what do they do? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, because Josh had mentioned he was a hockey player, mm-hmm. right? And I said, uh, I have a friend, Michael Bryant, was a hockey player in Rhode Island. He's you know, a little older than you, but uh, what a coincidence. He played uh, hockey right in your area, too. He goes, what position did he play? And I said, Michael was a goal. And he goes, oh, Michael, seriously, goalies are all dirtbag idiots. <laughs> <laughs> So I I text Michael Bryant, Josh from Rhode Island, the hockey player, just said that all goalies are dirtbag idiots. And he texts me back, yeah, tell him if he's from Lincoln, Rhode Island, you talk about a 
shithole. It's the worst Whoa. place I've ever been in my entire life. You talk about dirt bags. Everybody in that town's not. A, he went off the deep end about Lincoln, Rhode Island. And he's right. I know Lincoln. <laughs> oh, you know Lincoln? He's yeah, right. He's it's right. Dirt bag heaven. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 wanna is Providence wannabe. It's like. That's a complex because it's not Providence, Rhode Island, and, it's just, and we're just talking about Providence, Rhode Island. It's like, yeah, he's right. That's hilarious. That's so. Funny. How far away from Providence is Lincoln? It's about fifteen minutes. It's just north. Oh, of, so it's right there. Yeah. Well, everything's right there. It's an, it's Rhode Island. Everything's forty <laughs> well, minutes Rhode from Island. everything else. That's true. Everything is right there. Whenever we would move, but, right, we would have to move. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you didn't cut me off. It's just I, it's so odd that being from Minnesota, I know at least ten people from Rhode Island. You are the it's, only person outside of Rhode Island, like who knows so many people from Rhode Island. It's, <laughs> it's, it's weird. And, and the thing it's with very the, odd. The, the, there is a thing about like if you live in Rhode Island, the idea of going more than ten to fifteen minutes anywhere is like crazy, right? Like I would, I say it's still to the same. My family come down to New York, which is about. Three hours. All the way down there. We're going oh, to have to get a will together. And we're going to have to board up the hat. We're going to have to alert the authorities and pack up. We're going to have to put meat and salted in crates. And, so, and, then, and then the other thing was, and this is, this is all true. We, you know, we have the furniture store that I've talked about, and my mother's still running it. And my mother would always, cams. we'd have cams, right? And we would always move the store. Wherever near where we lived, because my mother wanted the store to be near our house, so she could run home and take care of her mom or see kids or whatever. But the reality is, like literally everything is forty minutes from everything in Rhode Island, and Rhode Island only exists to be compared to things larger than itself. That's the only reason we even exist, you know. It's like yes, yeah, Hurricane Bob, forty times the size of Rhode Island. That's the only time we get mentioned, right? <laughs> right? So I'm not. We moved in the course from my age of like age of nine to like fourteen. We moved four times. Now, when you're moving at that age as a kid, it sucks because you're making friends and you got to make new friends. And I finally got fed up, and I'm like, this is like the third move or something. And my, I was like, I was twelve, I think, eleven. My mind, I go, Ma, I don't want to move anymore. She goes, I, I, I'm not making any friends, and then I make them, and then I. She goes, oh, we're moving this house. It's gonna have some land that was just north of Providence. She goes, we'll get you. Well, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll get you a pony. I'm like, what? Yeah, I swear to God, this is all true. She, I go, what? She goes, well, uh, uh, this land, we'll get you a pony. It'll be fun. You know, you said you like, you rode in a pony with Uncle Ralph one time. My uncle took me to a pony ride. I'm like, okay. So we get to the house and we move it in and it's like kind of got land, but not a lot of land. And I'm looking, what kind of a horse is going to be able to fit? And then I'm thinking, maybe it's going to be one of those midget dwarf ponies, like in the circus or something that you don't really ride. You just, you just walk around like a giant dog or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't a smart kid. Okay, <laughs> so, so okay. Okay, okay. I could tell what you were going to say, Tom. Like we already knew that something snide. No, I could no, tell no, that. I was not gonna say no, that. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. So, so I. So now we're about three weeks in, and I say to my mother, "Oh, now that we're all unpacked, can we go get a pony?" And she goes, "I'm not getting you a pony." <laughs> she, she goes, "Did you really think I was going to buy you a pony?" My mother reneged on a pony deal. What kind of a horrible? <laughs> Gordon Gecko with boobs person. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. 